Hello and welcome to the first reading of the Matthew's Bible, 1537 edition. My name is Bill. It's July 23rd, 2020. This is my first podcast ever. Uh, Basically, I'm going to start in the front. Um, This is written... When English, when the English language was coming about, the authors, William Tyndall, Miles Coverdale, John Rogers, compiled this Bible from the original Hebrews, the original Latin, and the original Greek, corresponding with the Old Testament, the Apocrypha, and the New Testament. Uh, They have... There's tables in the front. I'm just going to start today. Um, The title is To the Christian Readers. Um, The grace and peace of God be given unto you by Jesus Christ. Um, It says, As the bees originally do gather together sweet flowers to make my natural craft the sweet honey so have I the principal sentences contained in the Bible the which are ordained after the manner of a table for the consolation of those which are not yet exercised and instructed in the Holy Scripture and the which are many hard places as well of the Old as of the New Testament, expounded, gathered together, concorded, and compared one with another to the intent that the prudent reader, by the Spirit of God, may bear away pure and clear understanding, whereby every man, as he is bound, may be made ready, strong, and garnished to answer to all them to ask him a reason of his faith. This is also profitable for the particular and general exhortations which we make to certain personages or common people, and for to answer truly to heretics and to confound the adversaries of the word of God, and the which also we may find that which helpeth greatly the study of the readers, the opening of certain Hebrew troops, translations, similitudes, and manners of speaker speakings, which we call phrases, contained in the Bible, and for the more easily to find the matters desired, because that disorder engendereth confusion. I have proceeded after the order of an alphabet to the intent that none be deprived of so precious a treasure the which he shall use to the honor and glory of God and to the edifying of his church. Howbeit, good reader, if thou find not the things in this table expressed in the same letters, see the chapters wherein they are assigned. Vouch save to look 
in the letter going next before or in the letter next following. And that's the intro paragraph to the Christian reader. And uh, this Bible is not like modern Bibles, like the NIV, the King James, the 1611 King James authorized. Um, this Bible, the chapters are written, it's written more like a book with paragraphs. And like just flipping over to Genesis 24, it, has, it starts with A, B, and then C, D, E, F, uh, and G. So those are the reference points. That's how this Bible references. It doesn't reference to one specific scripture. But anyway, I'm going to start with the table of the principal matters contained in the Bible. Uh, it says, in which the readers may find and practice many common places. Uh, there are references. This is an alphabetical uh, in the beginning before Genesis. This is from the compilers of this uh, Bible. Uh, and I'm going to go through the A part of the alphabet uh, that is written here. Bear with me now. This is written in Old English. So when I pause and I'm having to uh, discern what letter uh, I'm reading, V's or U's, J's or or I's can be J's. It uh, takes a minute to get used to reading, but uh, like I said, I started with the NIV Bible uh, back in 2019, joined the church, became a deacon, and resigned because there was just something not right. But that led me to dig deeper. Um, so from the NIV Bible, which confused the heck out of me. Uh, it was easy to read, but it didn't have too much good meaning. I went to a King James Bible from Thompson, I think. Um, but one thing I noticed is all the different King James Bibles, well, whoever publishes them and whatever year they publish them, uh, they reference the publisher can... Uh, reference the verses they're the ones that make the references and it so it gives different meaning to the uh, different bibles and you know once you get into it's it's just a mess it's confusing um so i found a authorized 1611 king james bible that one made a little more sense and uh, but i saw discrepancies uh, especially in the psalms and uh the New Testament, I mean, some big, major places where even between the 1611 King James and a different King James, the uh, meanings were different word sentences left out. Uh, that led me to go to the uh, 1560 Geneva Bible that was different than the 1611 King James, but the same things... Uh, I noticed there was lines, huge verses, lines left out, words, whatever. Uh, but I, the final Bible is this 1537 uh, Matthew's Bible. And so I'm going to just start 
from the alphabet A here. So just bear with me. I'm not going to give all the references, but they these all each sentence has a reference. Even the sentences within the sentence it has references, and maybe I'll um, reference out where this is coming from as I read it on a couple of them. Uh, but I'm going to start with abomination. Okay, so abomination before God are idols and images before whom the people do bow themselves. That man is abomination that forsaketh the true God to serve idols and that doth despise the truth for profane doctrines. We ought not to follow the abominations of the Gentiles, that is, idolaters. That which men esteem to be excellent is abomination before God. The transgressors of God's commandments are abomination. The abomination standing in the holy place is Jerusalem assigned of her enemies. The next is abrogation. Abrogation, that is to abolish or to make of none effect. And so the law of the commandments which was in the decrees and ceremonies is abolished. That references Ephesians 2D, Colossians 2C, Galatians 3D, Romans 7D. Okay, the next, uh, the sacrifices, feast, meats, and all outward ceremonies abrogated. That has, uh, and all, and all the order of the priesthood, priesthood is abrogated. Abstinence. The abstinence of a Christian man is to withdraw himself from sin. To them that help abstinence, wisdom is given, and bodily health. An example of abstinence in John Baptist. And that references to Matthew 3b, Luke 1b. Next, abuses. The abuses that be in the church ought to be corrected by the princes. And that's P-R-I-N-C-E-S, by the princes. An example of Hezekiah, which destroyed the serpent. And it references 4 Kings 15, 18a. It says also Jehoshaphat, also Josiah. The ministers are to preach against abuse. Example in John Baptist. Uh, it says St. Paul, which rebuked the abuses of the Corinthians for having secrets, also because that they suffered a fornication among them, also because that they accused one another before unfaithful judges, also because that they sat with the Gentiles in their temples and ate with them and of their sacrifices also because that they abused the supper of the Lord also because that they doubted of the resurrection and that they prayed in a tongue that men understood not any manner of mere traditions of man are abuses okay the next is exception exception of persons is to have respect to the condition of the man or to his nation 
which thing is not godly. And the same thing also ought, ought not man be in man. Accusation. One ought not accuse his brother to the church if he do not amend after he hath brotherly brotherly monition. No accusation ought to be received against the minister under two or three witnesses. We are accused before God by the malice of Satan, also by our own naughtiness, also by our own conscience, also by the scripture. Let us therefore accuse ourselves. Next, Adam. By Adam, we are all sinners of whom we have the inclination to do evil, and by him we are subject to death. Adam was a figure of Christ to come, the which is called Adam. Adultery. Adultery is the violation of the faith promised in marriage, the which thing is forbidden us. Adulterers are stoned to death. If the adulterers be not punished by men, God will punish them. An example of David's son, which died for the adulterer, adultery of David. Susanna had lever die then to commit adultery. He that beholdeth his neighbor's wife lusting after her hath already committed adultery with her. Many are adulterers. They that have only mind to do adultery are punished. Adulterers have no part in the kingdom of God. Adultery is cause and procuring of another man's death. Adultery disfameth the person. One ought, one ought to beware of adulterers. God witnesseth against adulterers. A special sacrifice for this suspicion of adultery. One may forsake his wife for cause of adultery. Next is advocate. <clears throat> Note that I find not all the Bible this word advocate, but only in 1 John 2a, in the which place it is said that Christ is our advocate toward the Father. Of affliction. Affliction after the manner of the scripture is called burning, probation made by fire, a burning furnace. God threateneth to send afflictions to them which have in which have trust in any other than in him only. And therefore he forgave the children. Hold on, I'm sorry. Let me restart that. God threateneth to send afflictions to them which have trust in any other than him only. And therefore he forgave the children of Israel forsaking their idolaters, idolatries. We ought to secure them that are afflicted. Okay, next is angels. 
the angels assist before God and do minister to men. Also, they do rebuke sinners and do comfort the afflict. Also, they do teach the ignorant. Example of the angel which taught Eliah what he should say to the servants of O. Ahosta. For, excuse me on the some of these names. It's O-H-O-Z-T-H-A. Uh, also of Daniel, also of Joseph, also of Cornelius, also of Zechariah, also of Mary. By the angels, God scourgeth his people. Next, Antichrist. Antichrist is not the proper name of a person, but of an office. For many are Antichrist. Also, he calleth himself God, sitting in his seat. Antichrist is spoken of before by David. Antichrist speaketh against God. Antichrist changeth the laws, the days, and time. Antichrist is received of many men. Antichrist doth many false miracles. Antichrist is he that denieth the Father and the Son. Antichrist is come for to throw down, to kill, and to destroy, to keep them that are bound in prison, to make the people subject in his fury, and strike them with an uncurable wound. Under the figure of the destruction of Babylon, for to destroy the world. Antichrist absolveth for money. Antichrist calleth good evil, and the evil good. Antichrist is worshipped of the princes and kings of the earth. Antichrist shall be slain by the spirit of the mouth of Christ, and destroyed by the light of the coming of Christ. Antichrist is called a foolish shepherd and an idol, the man of sin and son of perdition. Antichrist is a concupiscence of women, apostle. An apostle is an ambassador, a messenger, or one sent, and after this manner, Christ is our apostle, sent of his father. The apostles are the light of the world, the salt of the earth, dispensators of the ministers of God, and servants of Christ, helpers and workers with God, witnesses of the passion and resurrection of Christ, among which saint, excuse me, among which saint, Paul reckoned himself the least and unto and unworthy of that name. And that's 1 Corinthians 15b. The apostles are sent as Christ was by his Father with power to edify and as sheep among wolves to preach the gospel to all nations and to heal the sick and to bear witness of Christ and whose faith Christ proved 
to whom also he showed before their fastings and afflictions, which had happened, which should happen unto them after his death, the which then came for unto them. Next is armors of Christian men. Let me get some water. Okay. Armors of Christian men. The armors of Christian men are spiritual, mighty by mighty by the power of God. Let us arm us with the girdle of truth. Let us be clothed with the breastplate of righteousness and shod with shows and showed <laughs> I'm sorry, and shod with shows prepared by the gospel of peace. And above all, let us have the shield of faith and the helmet of hope of salvation. Also, the sword of the Spirit, the which is the word of God. And let us continually watch in prayer, abstaining from all things that be contrary to the law of the Lord. Next is the ascension of Christ. Christ was received in a cloud, ascending visibly into heaven, lifting up his hands and blessing his disciples. For to deliver us out of captivity and to give us many gifts to appear before the face of God for us and to prepare us a place. Christ ascended into heaven, sitteth on the right hand of God, from whence he shall not come unto the time of the restitution of all things. Therefore let us look for those things which are above where Christ is sitting on the right hand of God. Christ is ascended into heaven because his bodily presence led the apostles to receive the spirit of comfort. At the ascension, all power was given to Christ. Next is alms. We must do alms to all men with our own goods and secretly. An example to do alms, to give for for good's sake. Well, hold on. To give for God's, it's good. It's good. God's <laughs> to give for God's sake doth not make a man poor. He that giveth nothing abideth not in charity. Let us therefore distribute our bread unto the poor. For Christ doth count it done unto him. Next is altar, A-U-L-T-E-R. An altar was never commanded to be made, but only to God, as appeareth of Abraham, also of Isaac, also of Jacob. Wherefore, Joshua, is that Joshua? It's J-O-S-I-A-H, Josiah whereof Josiah did destroy all the altars that were made to the honor of images. So we have no altar but Christ. And that references Hebrews 13b at the end. Anointing. Uh, the anointing of Christ. The anointing of Christ is the Holy Ghost, the which all faithful men do receive and which doth teach us all things for our health. We have then no more corporal anointing made of oils, 
but spiritual by the Holy Ghost. Okay, guys. That was the end of the A's. I'm going to go ahead and stop. And I appreciate you for listening. I think... Thank you.